You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? This is Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesey, joined by both of my co-hosts today, Cole Patterson and Dalton Miller. I feel like it's been years since we've all three been on together, but we're back. Um, I guess guess training camp right around the corner got us all back in the, the cowboy spirit. We're back to talk some Cowboys football. Such a boring time out right now as a Cowboys fan, as a football fan in general, with training camp not here, the drafts, you know, come and gone OTAs mini camp come and gone so kind of uh we're looking for answers as we would say and we got some we got some good questions on Twitter we're going to kind of cover some of that question but also tie that question in with another question that we kind of came up with ourselves but before we get started fellas how y'all doing doing all right man and we missed you out on the uh podcast i know we i know you had some more important things going on in your life but we missed talking some cowboys <laughs> football with you i'm <laughs> glad to have sure, you back i'm sure you guys held it down i think what we're gonna do from now on until training camp start was we're just, <laughs> <laughs> you know we, we might we might have held it down one of the three weeks or two of the three weeks but that one week we really didn't hold it down at all there was nothing being yeah. held down uh, uh, but thanks for asking, Connor. I'm doing all right. Uh, everybody needs a week off. I'm busy. Uh, <laughs> a new job and everything, but outside of that, everything's good. Well, that's good to hear. Like I said, it's been a uh, pretty. Why did, re- why did it rain at your wedding, Connor? That's all here. I got. It. All for, I got tw- it for twenty minutes, the sky I'm, just. I know. I've, I've heard it's good luck, but I really wanted to play some cornhole and uh, oh, get the opportunity to because it rained. I know. We had a cool patio for everybody to drink their cocktails oh. on, and it just got slammed. Mm-hmm. But uh, That front room there at the venue was just fantastic for the 55 of us or however <laughs> many people were just chilling out there in that little room as they got dinner ready. But anyways, uh yeah, I got married the last two weeks, so I had a mm-hmm. wedding, and then I went on a honeymoon. So that's why I wasn't around uh, the last two weeks. Um, hope you guys can forgive me, but it, it sounds it sounds like my co-host just just held it down just as well. So we're all happy to be back. Um, we're happy to talk some sort of football, even though we really don't know what to talk about. So we, we turn to Twitter. In times of need, sometimes you just turn to Twitter. And while I hate Twitter a lot nowadays, sometimes they come through and uh, – we're going to start, because we're going to tie these questions in together, but we're going to start with a question from, oh my goodness, this guy is, Dalton, you always joke on me because I like the Yankees, 
this might be the guy that you're looking for. He likes the Lakers, Dodgers, and Cowboys. So he is like a recent. Uh, no, no, no. I, I think that this is okay. I think that this okay, is okay, acceptable. Okay. And you know why I think it's acceptable? Let me let me look at the location. He's, he's from California. The location is from California. And a That's lot right. of people out in that area, you know, Southern California, are Cowboys fans, Lakers fans, Dodgers fans. Because there was for so long not an L.A. team. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I, That's I, not as bad as being a Cowboys fan look, and a dude. Yankees fan. I, 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 saw, <laughs> I saw this on another podcast that I think we did. Not we, but the podcast network did a few weeks ago. How did you guys become Cowboys fans? Let's knock this out real quick before we get started. I think it was yesterday that that happened, but um, I, I'll go first, I guess. Um, so I grew up in Pennsylvania, obviously, um, but my I uncle... My uncle grew up – don't ever say that again. My <laughs> uncle grew up in Waco, and when I was born in 92, the Cowboys were obviously the talk of the NFL. They were the best team in the NFL, um, and for Christmas, they, him and my aunt got us you know, all the cousins' Cowboys jerseys. I remember Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman jersey. That's all there was to it. I've been a Cowboys fan ever since. It's actually the only team – that has been able to keep my fandom for my entire life. I uh, don't know why I wow. continue to be a fan of this organization, um, <laughs> seeing as how they've given me nothing um, in my lifetime that I am proud of, or at least that I remember. But Dak's still around, so I'm still around. Cole? Yeah, uh, my mom's side of the family is from Dallas, um, so you know, already had that connection. Um, their whole family, big Cowboys fans. And my dad, he actually grew up in Mississippi. And uh, back then, you didn't get to watch every game on TV. You know, it was just the Cowboys, Steelers. Um, really, the two teams are on TV every week. So he became a Cowboys fan as well. Um, was born in Texas, actually Houston. But, you know, it's kind of oh. born into a Cowboys family. Um, you know, I've been through the thick and thin. Kind of, it's been a lot of uh, losing seasons. A lot of, you know, not fun seasons. But, you know, I mean, having... Dak as the quarterback definitely like has kept me in the loop for sure. Kind of like Dalton. <laughs> yeah, I was born in this shithole too. Um, <laughs> Are we allowed to say that on the podcast now? Yeah, I guess it'll show up with an explicit warning <laughs> on it. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, same thing. Great guy night. goes away. Guy goes away on vacation for a couple <laughs> weeks. And comes back a potty mouth. What happened to you, Connor? <laughs> My dad's dad. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm already <laughs> just a different man. But uh, yeah. My dad's dad, huge Cowboys and Yankees fan. So if my dad was Cowboys Yankees fan, and then I was Cowboys Yankees fan, and the torture, the last Listen, Cowboys. It's it's acceptable for you to be a Cowboys fan since your family were already Cowboys fans yeah. and Yankees fans. It, it's acceptable and. On top of that, I'm kind of glad that you're a Yankees fan because I get to see how much the Yankees suck every time you look. I hate, I hate, I hate the Yankees. You know this. You hate the Yankees so much more than you hate the Cowboys too. I, it is I make fun of the Cowboys because like they're easy to make fun of a lot of times, but I just straight up hate the Yankees. Yes. Everything about the Yankees, I it's hate. It's not the Yankees. It's not just a Yankee fan thing because I have another friend that's a Yankees fan. Every time he tweets, it's like, God, I hate watching this team play. <laughs> We're just smart. 
Well, they've been <laughs> awful recently, like oh, legitimately awful recently. So it, it's definitely warranted. But hey, we should probably talk about the Dallas Cowboys football that's true, that's uh, true. instead of the Yankees, right? Don't All right, think? so we got a question on Twitter. How this all started? We got a question on Twitter. Um, Lakers and Dodgers, 2020 champs, Chase Aguiar, H-E-U-I-A-R. Is that how you pronounce that? Aguiar? Aguiar. Is that what we're going with? Okay. Let's go with Aguiar. Let's go with Aguiar. Chase Aguiar asked us, tell me what it will take to have the Dallas Cowboys have a top 15 defense this year. We were planning on talking about the linebacker core anyways um, before Chase asked his wonderful question. So I wanted to kind of tie these two together because there's a chance that possibly if the linebacker core improves, which we think it could with the additions as they added this season and with some health, you know, some added health added to the mix, that that could put the Cowboys defense over the top. Maybe not. We're going to talk about it. But Cole, I wanted to start with you. We'll start with Chase's question. What do you think has to happen for this defense to get, let's just say, top half of the league? There's 32 teams in the league, so let's just say if they're right around that 16 mark, what has to happen for that to to be a an actual realistic thing that could happen for the Cowboys? A miracle. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I feel like we're going to talk about linebackers, as y'all mentioned. So I'll take it in a different direction. Um, I really think the secondary has to improve in a major way. Um, right now, you have Trayvon Diggs and not a lot else. Um, Anthony Brown has a uh, flash in the slot. Uh, Jordan Lewis, you're hoping, takes some kind of step. You know, you re-signed him back in, back in the fold. Donovan Wilson has a lot of promise, but, I mean... Still, I mean, you don't, you can't feel good about the secondary, in my honest opinion. Um, you're hoping Kelvin Joseph uh, adds something as a rookie, but it's not always smart to bet on rookie corners um, being successful, at least for a full season. Diggs, that is up and down just recent as last year. I think the secondary has to take that next step. Um, you know, the Giants added some firepower in the division. The uh, Washington football team added Ryan Fitzpatrick and Curtis Samuel, so they're going to be trying to – add some points uh, through the passing game as well. Um, Eagles, I mean, Hurts isn't a guy that's going to hurt you down the field too much, but, I mean, you, you, I mean they're going to try to take advantage of our secondary, um, obviously. I think they, I think the secondary is the most, it's the weakest point on the team, and you have to get something from, from that in a big way. Um, I obviously don't expect them to turn in to, like, you know, the Legion of Boom or anything, but you're expecting at least average play from every position. Um, Keanu Neal's a guy that I guess could slide in at safety if needed. You're hoping Donovan Wilson takes that next step. And there's some optimism with Trayvon Diggs. So if he continues um, on his success, if he is able to build on some of the uh, things he's good at his rookie season, I think there's something there. But yeah, I think if you tell me, if you tell me at the end of the season, the Cowboys are one of the top defenses and on top half of the defenses in the league, I would say it's because their secondary took a huge jump under Dan Quinn. Thought I'd ask you that same question. What do the, what does the Cowboys defense have to do to be considered as a top half unit in the NFL? 
Uh, they need to play assignment sound football, uh, whatever that looks like. I, I, I'm going to be really interested to see what the defense looks like. I, I'm going to be super interested to see how they use Micah Parsons, if they're going to use him at, in the mic role or if they are going to use him as a primary pass rusher at times. I want to see what the defensive fronts look like. More than anything, man, it, for me, it's about getting pressure. What can guys like Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill do to collapse the pocket from the inside? And then on top of that, listen, I love Demarcus Lawrence. I will defend Mark Demarcus Lawrence to to death, but he is still a twenty million dollar man. I want to see him get in some of these one v one situations and show how provi- proficient of a pass rusher he truly is. Because we see it all the time when he gets in one v one situations, he's able to die, you know, kind of dissect these blocks that these offensive tackles are giving him. And then Randy Gregory, man, it's going to be a big year for him. If he can step up and actually give us that speed option on the outside, I think that's going to do a lot to help out this secondary because at the end of the day, we're going to be running a lot of cover three. We're going to be, you know, kind of getting probably nickeled and dimed down the, the, uh, the field because that's kind of what these kind of defenses, this country or, or spot drop cover three zones kind of do now. I'm hoping that they integrate a, a lot of match, you know, stuff. Um, for me, it's going to come down to what can we do situationally with these linebackers to get us into the, the Cowboys defense into good situations on obvious rundowns. You know, are you able to swap in, swap out guys like LBE and Jalen Smith, Micah Parsons for your better coverage linebackers in uh, Keanu Neal and you know Jabril Cox if he's able to get on the football field because I think that's what guys like Cox and, and Neal give you um, is that ability to kind of match up with these offensive weapons that we're seeing all around the league at the end of the day it's all about pass defense can you rush the passer and can you defend the pass and I think with these corners it's going to be a struggle so you have to get a pass rush down and you got to get some help from your safeties. Donovan Wilson, we've seen him be able to make plays. Can DeMonte Kazee come back, be healthy, and be that true free safety that we've been looking for forever? Um, I have my questions because he's not a super athletic guy and he's coming off an Achilles injury. But maybe that will force them to actually address the position in the offseason or at the trade deadline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Totally agree with both of you guys. I would have went with probably the order it went in. I would have said secondary first, but also pass rush is just as, if not more important. So you guys kind of took mine right out of right out of my mouth. Um, I wanted to 
Kind of. Uh, so my mine just to go a different direction and not just agree with you guys is I'm going to say something that didn't happen last year and hasn't happened recently. I think for this defense to be a top half defense in the league, their free agent acquisitions have to work out. The Brent Urbans have to play a big role. The Terrell Bashams, the Keanu Neals, like those guys have to cut the DeMonte Kazis. Like if those guys work out to where they play a pivotal role in that defense, I think you have a chance to be pretty good on that side of the ball. I think if Brent Urban can be an upgrade along the defensive line, whether that's playing is that, you know, four eye, the five tech, the three tech, the nose tech, like his ability to move up and down the line could be huge. Terrell Basham, I think he's a guy who has a chance to maybe be your, you know, your George Selvey type of signing that gets you four to six sacks a year, you know, kind of more of a, uh, you know, maybe not a three down player, but can, can really be a, a quality depth player. And then Dalton, you mentioned Keanu Neal and DeMonte Kazee. I think those, uh, those two guys, like if they could play above their pay scale and play like, you know, average to above average players, adding four of those impact guys who might not be game changers, but they could be impact players on this defense because of the lack of talent and skill on it. I think that could be big because it could allow some of your DeMarcus Lawrence, your Randy Gregory's to, to be better. That was one thing that hurt those guys last year is outside of DeMarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. You didn't have a whole lot, you know, it was, Neville Gallimore kind of coming into his own Antoine Woods being what Antoine Woods has always been Tristan Hill getting hurt like there was no special player in that front seven at all really it it most points of the career outside of what you know we think of Demarcus Lawrence we think he's a really good football player but when he's the only one it's tough for him to shine because he receives a lot of attention so if Terrell Basham can take some of that pressure off of those guys if Brent Urban can eat up some double teams and and win some of his one-on-one matchups from along the defensive line if if your Keanu Neal can can play that you know Swiss Army knife type of role and and be a be one of the better cover linebackers slash box safeties. And then DeMonte Kazee can be that, you know, three to four interception guy a year. I think you'll be happy with what that defense is looking to turn into. Um, I did want to ask you guys before we moved on, just because we talked about him, Keanu Neal, do we think he sees more time at linebacker this year or does he end up moving to the strong safety position out of necessity based on what else is there? Um, because I, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. You have a guy who's made the pro bowl as a strong safety. He's had a lot of success in the NFL is as a strong safety really on paper. He's your best safety on the roster right now, but they're going to move him to linebacker. Do you think he stays at linebacker or does he end up back at safety because of the the names and bodies the Cowboys have at at that position? He's going to be a linebacker. Everything we've heard to this point is that he's going to be playing linebacker. Uh, And, and, you know, for me, it it looks like with that move, they have kind of cemented Donovan Wilson as that guy at the strong safety position. Um, It'll be really interesting to me to see what happens with Reggie Robinson. I mean, that's another question. What is he going to do? Is he going to play corner or safety? Because we keep hearing different things about where he's going to be come the season. Um, But no, I mean, Keanu Neal said it himself. He's kind of always been a linebacker at the end of the day. Um, I think that's where he works best. But, you know, 
if you can get into situations where you can put him as the, you know, the quote unquote strong safety, but he's going to be down in the box or in the slot, you know? So he's going to be playing that, that more, you know, linebacker or down in the box role. Yeah, I, I kind of agree as well. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if they do find some snaps and opportunities for a mid safety, just because like you said, it could be just, just necessary to put another guy out there, you know, um, other than Donovan Wilson, um, and even still, I'm, I mean, I'm excited about Donovan Wilson, but I'm not completely sold on him just yet. You really don't know what you, you have outside of him. So, and um, Cowboys, I obviously Michael Parsons and Trebo Cox. Um, I still don't think they're going to take Jalen Smith off the field very much. Lane Banner-Ash is in a, his contract here, so they're going to be want to be on the field as well. So at some point, it just comes down to how many snaps you're going to get at linebackers. So for that reason, I wouldn't be shocked that they do find some opportunities for him in the, in the secondary. Yeah, no, I agree. I think taking, like, a, I hate to keep agreeing with you guys, but both of what you guys said I think is a real possibility. Like the alignment stuff Dalton talked about I think is important because while he might not be a strong safety, he could line up in those situations where he's technically playing that strong safety spot when it's, you know, Mm -hmm. technically he's the second linebacker on the field. So, um, all right, so let's talk about these linebackers. You know, it's going to be a crowded group there this year with Michael Parsons, Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith, Jabril Cox, Keanu Neal, um, you know, there's a crowded, crowded group there as, uh, that, that's going to have to get sorted out. You know, Dorrance Armstrong and Terrell Basham has been mentioned as guys who are going to kind of play that outside line, outside linebacker role. So there's a lot of bodies who are going to be moving around at that position. What are we thinking we're going to see from that linebacker group this year? And what, like, if you had to give it a grade on what that linebacker and we're, we're foreshadowing a little bit here, but like at the end of the year, the linebacker group was a B plus a, a C minus like, cause going into this year, we thought the linebackers were probably going to be pretty good. Like we thought Van Der Esch was hurt last year. And again, he dealt with injuries this year, but when he was healthy, it didn't look like he was his normal self. So taking a look at the linebackers now and what we think they can be by the end of the season, where are you guys at on them? I mean, I'm, yeah, I think that uh, they, I don't know, they can't be as bad as they were last year, right? I mean, that's what I keep going back to, you know? I mean, they, there has to be some kind of, um, you know, regression to the mean, I guess, however you want to word it. I mean, they were really good in 2018. 2019 was a so-so year, and then 2020, it's like they forgot to play football. I mean, I understand there's some injuries and stuff involved as well. Um, I'm not expecting them to be an A unit this year. I do think Michael Parsons has the ability to make an immediate impact, um, depending on how they use him, especially rushing the passer. I think Jabril Cox, if he's able to find some kind of role as a rookie, I think he's going to shine on the field as well just because of his you know, coverage ability and athleticism and all of that. Uh, I think those two are going to take some pressure off of Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. So you don't have to rely on those two as much. Um, you still got, obviously, we mentioned Keanu Neal. Um, I think I think I would say a B minus is probably fair to expect, I guess you would say. Uh, I think a B, if they get B minus play, I think they're safely in the – I mean, obviously, I don't think linebackers can make or break their 
playoff hopes. But I think they'll get B-minus play. I think they're pretty comfortably in the playoffs just because their defense would be, you know, much improved, in my in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to give them a – I think they're going to be – a C minus because I think they were a D last year and I think you'll see improvement because of Michael yeah. Parsons. I, I just, saw I saying B minus. Tell me B minus, I'd be like really happy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying yeah. what I expect is gonna be lower than that. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. I I've gotten my hopes up with those that group a lot. You know when it was, you know, a few years ago and late Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. I know we came on here and we were like, you know, is that the best linebacking? tandem in football and then it all went downhill from there and then Sean Lee came back and he was healthy and we were like oh those three together one of the best linebacker groups in football so like I'm gonna be down on that group for a while until they like prove me wrong like my expectations are gonna be low like I'm excited about Michael Parsons I'm excited about Jabril Cox like I'm more excited about those two than I am the you know the Leighton Van Der Esch and the highly paid linebacker and Jalen Smith but Dalton, where are you at on those guys? Well, I, I mean, I think they do have to kind of be better by default this year. Um, and, and, you know, par- partially because I, I think that this defense was just a mess at the beginning of the year. I think they were trying to do too much uh, without having a full offseason. I think the signing of Brent Urban is really, really big. Um, I think that he's going to be kind of that cog in the middle. Um, and then outside of that, man, um, I, I think being able to rotate these guys in and out situationally, like I was talking about earlier, is going to be big. And honestly, the move, you know, from Mike to to Will uh, back to Mike uh, for Jalen Smith, and same thing goes, you know, in the opposite direction for LVE. LVE. If he's able to just play the Will, um, and, and listen, he's a 260 pound Will. Like I understand he's he's massive for that position in a modern NFL and neither of them are very good in coverage. But I think that just though those moves alone, allowing Jalen Smith to get downhill quicker, take on those blocks with his physicality and for LVE to come around the backside or be able to chase plays down, which is what he's better at overall. Listen, Jalen Smith is still going to, you know, fill the wrong gap at times, and LVE is going to miss some tackles from time to time, and he'll probably get injured again. Um, But one thing that we have this year is that depth and that ability to bring other guys in, guys that you spent big resources on in Micah Parsons, um, Count O'Neill making about $5 million this year, if I remember correctly. So you don't feel bad for taking your big money guys off the field. Yeah, again, great point. And I think the biggest thing there is like for years we didn't trust this coaching staff to put the second and third string guys in because of the names or because of the dollar figure. And like, I think that's going to be the biggest thing is like if LVE and Jalen Smith aren't performing, like we've seen them not be able to consistently, like, are they going to put Jabril Cox in? Are they going to, you know, are they going to play Michael Parsons as a starter and take one of those guys that they love off the field for a guy that's either a rookie or Keanu Neal, who Dan Quinn's familiar with, but he doesn't make as much money. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things as well that, can can't like they did it last year with like Bradley and I like we wanted to see Bradley and I so bad last year because it was like they weren't getting any production out of you know not much production out of Dorrance Armstrong or any of their secondary pass rushers other than Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence and it was like why not just give the guy a shot just to see what you got because like that's another guy that 
this year in training camp, it's going to come down to him and probably Dorrance Armstrong to see who makes the roster or him and, you know, the Terrell Basham possibly, you know, it's going to come down to, he's going to be fighting for the last roster spot on that defensive line. So it would have been nice to have seen him last year. And I think that your point Dalton on like, they have the depth. They just need to use it when the time calls for it. It's going to be big for the success of that group and the defense. If they can, if they can find some of these young guys to come in and take some of these old, you know, older, more highly expensive paid guys jobs. Like that's great for team building because it gets cheaper. You get younger and you more than likely get healthier. So those are all great points. And I think that all goes into the same question we were talking about earlier, like what goes into this team being a top half of the league defense. And if that linebacking core cannot be as bad as it was last year and just improve, uh, you know, a step or two, I think that that could help out big time. It could help the, it could make the defensive line look better. It could make the corners and secondary look better. If those guys play more assignment sound football and, that could be a big reason how this team, you know, does get into the playoffs and does something. If that defense can play to a, you know, above average, which I feel like that's all we're kind of looking for is average to above average skill set. So, well, that's all we got time for today. Uh, we are really, really, really chomping at the bit for training camp to get here. So our uh, content goals can get lifted a little bit because, uh, we are tired of making up content. We want the content on the platter served in front of us, and we just crush it. So uh, we got a few more weeks, and then we'll have so much to talk about. Training camp, preseason games. I've never been so excited for preseason games a day in my life. But this year, I cannot wait for preseason football. It's going to be fantastic. So You're fast. But that's all we got for today, guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you're checking out every show on the Blogging the Boys podcast feed on Spotify, on Apple Music, on Android Podcasts, like whatever you listen to to listen to podcasts. We're on there. Just search Blogging the Boys. Uh, you can check out a bunch of different shows, a duff- bunch of different voices, so many different opinions. So it's good content. S- subscribe. Click that subscribe button and you'll get all the shows sent to you. You can check them all out. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we are Talking the Star.